headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show on the Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today. We talk about your life, and he does as well including relationships and boundaries and family and money. And oh, we're going to do it all today. And we're going to talk about you right in front of you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. The advice is free, and some say it's worth what you pay for it. 888-825-5225. One week from yesterday, John's new book hits. And that means you've got just a couple of days to get the buying a non-anxious life book building building a non buy i'd like to buy one buying the building i'd like to buy one buying the book building a non-anxious life i'm trying to get all these in one sentence here it's it's (laughs) running on and so there we go the book is coming out and if you buy it on a pre-sale you get 75 dollars in free bonus items including the ebook the audio book and one of john's talks uh instant access to that smoke fire and freedom that he did at one of our smart conferences so jump in and get all of that before the book actually comes out next tuesday you don't want to miss this and um we are seeing record numbers of these books come out i was just in a marketing meeting this morning here and it's uh the number of you that are uh thinking that he may have something to say intelligent about this subject is amazing because he does uh and the good news about this it's not a psychology book that uh will put you to sleep it's actually on the shelf where everyone can reach it yeah that's important for me to um you know we've we've got a world now where stanford medical school professors are able just to crank out a podcast and talk to each other some really high level stuff some amazing insights into the human mind and i often leave some of those exchanges like thinking two things wow it's amazing and all right, what I need to do right now, right? So, and so this book is, I handed it to my 13-year-old my and said, well, can you read this, go through it? And he read it, and he said, Dad, I'll give you two stars. And then he, Whoa, then he, then he laughed. that's brutal. Um, but it's designed for everybody to be able to access it and read it, and then to, more importantly, implement a plan on how to make your life better. Because um, anxiety is not the problem. As it turns out, it's the alarm right. saying there's a problem. Right. And that problem might be that your body's scanned the environment, recognized you're lonely, or it might be that you have tied yourself to a bank and they're telling you what what to do tomorrow. It might be that your marriage is falling apart. It might be that you've been trying to hold up the universe all by yourself for a long, long time. And um, there's several things that will set your alarm off. And um, we have an entire world designed around the idea that the problem's over there, the problem's over there, the problem's over there. And I'm challenging people to go look in the mirror and say, what can I do right now in my home or with my family or with my community and start making these things better right now? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Good stuff, folks. Check it out. Go to RamseySolutions.com and get it while it's hot. Building a non-anxious life. $20. It's a deal on a book. Today, I was looking at some uh, data the other day. Um, Our publishing guys were bringing me. The average hardback book right now in America is $32. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it has slipped up. We haven't raised our prices enough. And our, our, <laughs> well, we haven't. Our, our cost of goods has gone up like 40% because paper's gone way up. Yeah. And uh, and we haven't raised our prices enough. And that's why I was in that meeting. They're trying to show me like you're, we're being doofuses. And so we're going to fix that. But uh, not right now. Right now you can get this for $20. Very cool. So that's pretty cool. Not 32 If this was coming out of another publisher out of yeah. New York, it'd be 32 right mm-hmm. now. 
that, that's what the deal is. That's the average price right now of a hardback advice book. Uh, so check it out. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Autumn is in Denver. Hi, Autumn. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and John. How are you doing today? Better than we deserve. What's up? So my husband and I have quite the conundrum. We've been together for 15 years, uh, married for almost 13 of those. We love each other very much, and we'd love to stay married. But we feel like we've tried everything when it comes to managing our finances, and we just can't seem to agree. The last step that we have not tried is divorcing our finances. So I'm calling to ask if we should divorce our finances. What would that get you? Well, let me give you a little bit more background. So we met at 21 and 24 respectively and had equal amounts of student loan debt. So we both had about 20,000 each. So we decided the easiest thing to do would be combine our finances. We were young, we didn't have any assets, so it just made sense. So however, we both come from very different financial backgrounds and I tend to be on the offense and he tends to be on the defense. And we both feel like we're pulling each other and dragging each other along on a path financially that we don't want to be on. He was pretty steeped in fire the financial independence, retire early movement. And would prefer to spend less and retire very early. Uh, he's 39. I'm 36. First perspective. Uh, he'd like to be retired tomorrow if he could. And I prefer a slower burn. I'd rather make smart decisions, found investments and work harder and earn more to achieve our goals and lead maybe a more comfortable lifestyle. So if so, he retired today, what would he do with the rest of his life? Well, the th- things that he enjoys, he'd probably still make money, but that's always the question that so I he, have he, asked So he's him. built a life he doesn't enjoy? Mm, not necessarily. He just doesn't like to work. Mm. So let me just cut so, to it. This ends in ash, Autumn, because y'all aren't dealing with the core issue. The core, issue, the core is issue is you're trying to live two independent lives next to each other in the same bed. And until you decide on, we want our life to look like this, and we're going to reverse engineer it starting today to build it together, you're going to be like Jim Halpert and Michael Scott. You're going to be co-managers of this thing, and then eventually it falls completely apart. Well, we've made it work for the 15 years you know, that we've you been absolutely together. absolutely have. And I had a 1994 uh, F-150 that I duct taped and glued together and made work for a lot longer than it should have. So you're saying there's not a healthy way to divorce our finances no. and stay married. And I'm going to tell you, the further along you go trying to pretend that... John, what, what John's saying is, is when you agree on your spending and saving goals, you've agreed on your life. On your life. And your values. And you're not in agreement on those things. You don't have a husband, then you have a roommate. So we actually come up with a, a yearly budget, an annual budget. We do a P&L. Hey, Otto, if line. you want to do it, go do it. <laughs> we're not you talk- called and asked us. We're not talking about budgets. We're talking about your budget reflects unified values, and you don't have that. You have two independent people trying to live independent lives and call it something that it's not. Okay. So you haven't seen, I mean, I, I know there's other people out there that have, have separated their finances and say it was the best thing, you know, because. Oh, Lord Jesus. They, they can. Knock your lights out. You called me and asked me. They can say everything that they want. Great. Great. What I'm telling you is this isn't about money. Hear me say that it's not about your money. It's not about your finances. One of the key things we learned in studying 10,000 millionaires was none of them said, I drug my spouse into this, kicking and screaming. 
almost all of them said, I had a unified plan with my spouse that caused us to be able to achieve these goals. You are dreaming. This is not going to happen. It's bad relationally. It's bad mathematically. It's bad financially. You're wrong. Don't do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. John, in quotes, that's not his real name, in other words, <laughs> from Louisville, Kentucky, not his real place, in quotes. Big secret call coming in. So, mm-hmm. John, what's your question? Yes, sir. Um, well, about about two years ago, I, I won one of those uh, multi-state lottery drawings with a group of co-workers, and uh, I haven't told anyone, uh, besides my wife, and besides one sibling, uh, no one knows. And How much? I, my, my question for you, um, after taxes, it was about $22 million. Holy crap. Uh, wow. Holy crap is the, is the wow. of the century. Yeah. How old are it you? Was, it was a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm edging up on uh, about 50 years old. Okay. Okay. So, and so yeah, you haven't it, told it was, anyone, and I've got some uh, guesses, but uh, why? Uh well, the first thing I did when, when I found out that a one was, was research. And it said, you know, that you get to read all those one in five people lose their uh, lottery winnings or go bankrupt within 10 years. And one of the things they all said was you tell too many people and you get too many people at your door asking for this, that, and the other thing, asking for handouts and expecting you to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I made a conscious decision just to kind of keep it uh, under wraps. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, we, we've kept keeping it under wraps. Um, we haven't even told our two teenage children. Mm-hmm. And now I know that sounds strange, um, but we just don't want them to grow up uh, to be waiters, you know, waiting for us to die so they can get our money. You know? That's fantastic, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. it has been eating so, rat poison lately. I probably, hey, I've honestly, yeah. uh, I, I, wow. I, I'll spend the rest of the day imagining I'm you because this sounds just like a fun thing okay. to think about. Um, I don't think I would well, tell my teenage kids either. No, I, I'm okay with that. No, uh, I, I want them to go figure out what they want to do in life. Yeah, and, and yeah. Get, get go going go on be the somebody. And then, I'll, and then I'll let them know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to keep it from them forever, but like, you know, our parents and stuff, we haven't told any of them. Um, we, ha- we had a, another incident about a month after we won the lottery. Um, incident. I, I don't want to call it. My wife's great uncle passed away shortly thereafter, and he didn't have any kids, and he was never married. And he left 
most of his inheritance to my wife and her siblings. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to use that as like our cover story for when we help people. Like I bought my mom a roof. I know yeah. really, really nice of me, yeah. but how, you know, when she says, how can you afford this? I just say, Oh, it's great. Uncle Bob's money, mom. He want, he wanted us to do this or, yeah. you know, whatever. Uncle Bob's money at least two X now. That's great. Yeah. Oh, uh, and you can, a, you can get a, you can get a, have you got a decent car? I, you're going to love me, Dave. Um, my house was paid off before I won this. Yeah. My wife and I really have no desire to move. Good. Uh, we had just paid cash for two Toyotas before we, uh, before we won this and we still have them. We're not looking to upgrade to anything because they're perfectly fine cars. So okay. we, right. uh, we, we, are you still working? I'm not, I'm not, are you still working? I am still, I am still working. Do you Isn't hate that it? Ridiculous. No, it's not. Uh, no, actually that's why I'm there. Cause I kind of like my job. Okay. Good for you. I, I think you should I, keep I working. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to make you a better employee because when have your you boss got, comes have in. Have you gotten some great investment advice? I have, yes. Good. Okay. Uh, I, have a, right. I have a team, as you can imagine. <laughs> okay. With this, you with need this a team. You need a team, yeah. Uh, so it's good. not a huge team. It's just it's a group, and they're, they're, they're doing well so doing far. Doing a good job. Good. Okay. So, I like yeah, everything yeah. you're doing, um, and it's, okay. not a, it's not anyone else's business. Right. That's what I hope. And um, I don't think you're being like a uh, hermit in a cave weird unabomber weird or something like that right i think you're just no. being wise because what you've what you've discerned is that some of the people in your life could not handle the equation correct that is an, a, a very uh good assumption on your part <laughs> yeah and and so you're yeah, doing they, them a favor by not putting the strain on them including teenagers mm-hmm. so the only thing yeah. i can get close to is is that um, by the time my kids were teenagers, we had begun building substantial wealth. Mm-hmm. We had recovered from the bankruptcy. Rachel was born. So by the time Rachel's 16, it's, you know, 17 years since the bankruptcy. And we had, you know, I was a multimillionaire again. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could buy whatever car we wanted to buy. We could go on whatever vacation we wanted to go on and it wouldn't affect us. We had good money. Okay. Uh, but the kids had no idea. And our kids had a double problem. One is their dad's in the spotlight, and everybody Mm -hmm. knows us, right, because we're known in the community um, and talks about money, no duh. And if they had that and they knew that we had millions of dollars as a teenager, I don't think they could have processed it. So they did not know. They knew we were okay with money. They knew we lived the principles that we teach, and we made them live the principles that we teach. But they did not know X number of dollars was the net worth, right? I only disclosed that to them after they graduated from college, and I involved their spouses because by that time, two of them were married. And so I Mm -hmm. sat down with three of my kids and two spouses, five of them, and we started unpacking what our estate plan looks like because they're adults at that point. And I told them up front, I said, listen, here's the deal. We don't own anything at our house. We're people of faith. So God owns a bunch of stuff. He's asked us to manage more than you know, and you're getting Mm -hmm. ready to know now, and you get to decide how you're going to react to that. Are you going to react and continue to be productive and generous people, or are you going to be, in using your words, and I'll never forget it, a waiter, right? Uh, Because (laughs) if you're a waiter, you're not going to get access to any of this. We're going to take it away from you. 
because God wants right. you to be productive. He wants you to be whole. He wants you to be excellent in the marketplace, and he doesn't want this to destroy you. He wants you to have the opportunity to serve a lot of people with this wealth, including my grandkids to come. And so as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. And it's not our money. It's his. We're managing it for him. And someday you will take over the management, but you will not become right. the owner. If you think you're the owner, you won't get to take over the management. And we, that's how I unpacked it. And then when I unpacked it, I was really pleased that they weren't freaks. And they've continued ah. to live really good adult lives. And it, it's not ruined them that their dad has, you know, dad and mom have a bunch of money that they manage, you know, so uh, all that. So. I think you can start to build some lessons into your teenagers now so that in five yeah. years when you have that conversation, they're ready to shoulder the weight of it. What do you mm. think, John? All right. Yeah, I, I think you can live by example, and I think you have a pretty remarkable opportunity to take your kids out when you're all having taking them out to dinner and noticing a waiter that's struggling and call the waiter over and be really kind and then show your kids, let's leave a huge tip. You want to do that? and it might be a hundred bucks, which is nothing of, of what you got in the bank, but it's, it's, it's going to be a million dollars to a teenager. Right. And you can slowly right. plant the seeds of this is what generosity looks like. And when they, it's, it's kind of like those movies, you get to the end and it like the sixth sense, right. And it goes, doo, doo, and you realize, Oh no, I, I missed the whole story. And now I have the whole story. <laughs> One day when you sit down and say, Hey, I'm, uh, you know, that school that I paid for and you know, you and your wife are about to buy a house. I'm going to pay for your mortgage and here's actually what we're sitting on. And here's, I, I like who I'm honored by who you have become. They're going to go, Oh man, I picked up all these lessons from my mom and my dad. They're also going to learn that money isn't what makes it isn't your identity. Your identity isn't being a great dad. It's a guy who still got up and went to work. It's a guy who still kept the same Toyota that he'd already paid with cash before. Like you're doing yeah. everything so right. It's so healthy. It's amazing. So you're, healthy. Yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah. Good. good for you. If good you were you. if you were hiding this because you were freaking and you were weird, I would, nah. call, I, would, I would call you out on it. You're wise. You're wise. I think you, in this case you're wise. My, my sister called me the other day and said, what was your big splurge? And my answer was patio furniture. I'm not a big flashy guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Well, I, I, mean, I, I think you need so to increase gradually the enjoyment yeah. of this money. Yeah. To, not to not not in the name of the secret, not in the name of the spo right. exposing the right. secret, right. but right. you need to increase the enjoyment and you need to increase your generosity factor systematically. Right. You need to say, all right, this year we're going to spend four hundred thousand dollars on this or that. Create some neat memories with your kids. Yeah, do do some things intentionally with this without just kind of. Roll, rolling up an extra million bucks into the budget this year. You don't have to do that, although you've got it. But, um, yeah, wow. Congratulations, brother. It's a very good, healthy view. Yeah. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's health care costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. 
Thanks for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. Cole and Abby are with us in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. Excellent. <laughs> Happy to be here. Honored to have you. Where do you live? Uh, we live in Franklin, Wisconsin, which is about 15 minutes south of Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. I love it. Very welcome to Nashville. Thank, Thank you. you. Good to have you guys. And how much debt have you two paid off? We paid off $195,994.09. I love it. <laughs> yeah. How long did this take? 34 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? We started at 134 and ended at 173 Very cool. What do y'all do for a living? I'm an occupational therapist. Okay. And, and I'm a production manager at awesome. a CPG company. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Good for you guys. Wow. What kind of debt was the 196000 Mostly student loans. <laughs> yeah. We had about 10 in credit cards, about 23 in car debt, and the rest of it, almost $159,000 in student loan debt. Wow. Yeah. How ironic that this Sunday student loan payments start back, but not for you. No way. <laughs> we know a lot of people that didn't pay any during the forbearance. Yeah, we I do think too. I can count on one hand, including us, the number of people that continued to pay and hammer yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah we well, do too. Why did you do that? Because I can't, I mean, we sitting around here, obviously, we're, we're talking shop. It's like just mathematically. We've been, we've been trying sense. to get people to do what you did. Why did you do it? <laughs> why did yeah. you do it? All your friends didn't do it. The government said we got yeah. you, and you knew they didn't. Like, why did y'all keep paying? Yeah, we're uh, in our 30s. We're old enough to know uh, you can't wait on the government. Uh, but the other thing is that we wanted to set ourselves up for our future, right? Someone bought us Financial Peace University for our wedding, and we sat down and talked about our whys, um, our baby girl we have now two months, three years ago when we started, you know, she wasn't in the picture, but we knew one day she would. And we didn't want to try to be buying a house and buying cars with cash and funding her college while having the student loan debt hang over our head. Mm -hmm. And me, the nerd, I did the math with the interest before the forbearance. It would have been $1,000 a month for 21 years for us to pay off the student loan debt. And that's not something either of us wanted to sign up no. for. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how long have y'all been married? Three uh, years this past June. Okay, so you've been doing this the whole time you've been married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got married in June, and then because of COVID, we had like our reception in September. Mm -hmm. So it was in that uh, September reception. We'd already been married for four months when we got Financial Peace University. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, somebody gave you that as a gift yes. for your wedding, yep. and then you, you went to the class. Yeah, it was virtual, virtual uh, during class. COVID, yeah. right? Course, yeah, it's COVID, course, yeah. yeah. But yes, we did yeah. the class, and um, we I've been listening to you for years before that, and we were Dave-ish, and this is how dumb I was, Dave. I thought, that's a really good plan for other people yeah. not for us yeah. and even going into the class we thought well maybe we'll do it maybe we won't after the first lesson or two we were all in we figured if we're going to do it we got to do it all the way 34 months later here we are we're on to three and we're done yeah. with three now we're on to three b so we're excited for so what's next even taking it virtually it sucked you into the vortex yeah oh, yes yeah. <laughs> it did i love it well we're honored man congratulations you guys you. what did your friends say when you told them you're paying on your loans and they they roll their eyes at you yeah did they give it to you pretty good oh yeah um why would you do that the same thing with the credit cards um what about the miles what about the points mm -hmm. um you can use that money for other things we just I don't know, we were just together in it the whole way, and that was the surprising piece, actually, is how many people gave us schlack for yeah. it, um, for having this be our plan. So. Did, that give, did that give you energy? Like, I'll show you. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard it. so many times people say, oh, me and my wife are debt-free. 
well, except for our cars. You'll always have a car payment. And we looked at him and said, then you're not debt free. Uh, we've heard, you'll always have a student loan. And I look at him and say, you will always have a student loan. We will not no. always have a student loan. Uh, so it was very motivating. Yeah. And now um, you get to do Toby Keith. How you like me now? That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You should throw a party on October 1st. Just stay. Like I'll I'll get everybody dinner because I know it's gonna be a hard hard night for me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we, got no, we got no payment, so we can afford. We're having it. a celebration. You guys are having a funeral. All you guys right. that uh, we're hating on you. That's Damn. right. I love it. Yeah, just rub a little salt in the wound. That'd be great. Yeah. Good for you guys, Thank man. You. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So who was cheering you on? Who were your cheerleaders? A lot of our family. Obviously, my mother's side of the family was the one who gifted us FPU, so they were huge in that. Um, some of our friends mm-hmm. actually introduced us to you as well and kind of kept along with us on the journey. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's about it. Our, our good friends, uh, Brittany and Sam, I want to give them a shout mm-hmm. out because before we did this, we'd always go out on the town, going mm-hmm. out to eat, spending lots of money. Mm-hmm. We told them, hey, we're going to do this FPU thing, so we're not going out to eat anymore. And they said, that's great. You guys just come on over here. We'll grill out. We'll do things at the house yep. that are free. They were very, very supportive. I like that. That's um, so, a cool, cool. That's a cool group of friends right mm-hmm. there. Yes. Man. Yeah. And actually, you have a better time doing that than you do going to a restaurant. Oh, yes. Yeah, we had more Yeah, more fun. Yeah. 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 Way to go, guys. Thank I'm you. I'm so proud of y'all. Well, well done. Well done. Now, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt? You pay off $196,000 mm-hmm. in 34 months. It's not a theory. You freaking did it. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do it on paper, right? It's a lot harder to do in reality. Yeah. Um, I always say the hardest part is starting. The first two or three months when you're learning to budget and at the end of the month, you have this money. It's, That's true. It stinks to send it off to Navient or Toyota Financial or whoever. But for us, after those first two, three, four months, it became such a routine and such a habit. It honestly went by really quick just because we were yeah. like a well-oiled machine once we got in the monthly routine of budgeting and paying off It debt. became exciting, actually. Yeah. How much money are we going to pay off? How, yeah. much, how much are we going to be able to fill in on our debt? It turns into a game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a mental game. Like, where, where else can we cut? Yeah. Yeah. Where else can we increase income? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And every month we're like, yeah, we're 150 bucks under budget. Let's go. Yeah. Like, it's not that much, but it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, Throw it at it. Throw yeah. it at it. Y'all are almost too unified. Did y'all ever have a fight? <laughs> we don't fight about money. No. 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 This, um, we were on the same page pretty much before yep. FPU, but this really solidified not just money, but just all aspects yeah. of our marriage, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good. What was the hardest part? I think getting started, like Cole said. Yeah, that is hard. Um, but I also was surprised. I think I was disappointed by people's reactions when yeah. we would tell them that we were doing this, saying no, telling each other no for things was hard as well. But just the reactions that we would get, this was such like an exciting thing for us to start on. And so many people were doubtful or mm-hmm. like, that's not going to last. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of hard to mm-hmm. kind of hear that from people. Well, you kind of figure out who your friends are. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, you are Eeyore. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's so bad. Yeah. You're never going to make it. You're always going to have a car. Yeah. Oh, now I know who Eeyore is. I always wondered who he is. Uh, that's it. So, yeah, good for you guys. You. Very, very well done. Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give bundle for you. That's the box that has all the goodies in it for you to give away and live. Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which is your next step for sure. The Total Money Makeover book to give away. Maybe one of those doubters or maybe one that needs to get moving. Same thing, Financial Peace University membership for you to give away. And all of that's our gift to you to say thanks for coming down. All right. Are we putting uh, little baby in? The- <laughs> 
She's KO'd right now, but we can. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I just no, that's, just, that's a sacred moment. Let it let it ride. Let it ride. If, she, yeah. if she's chill, I'm good. I, I don't care. I just didn't want you to. I don't want to lose you the opportunity. Oh, here she to. comes. We'll just leave her okay. in her little seat here. All right, that's perfect. Yeah. What's her name? Presley. Presley. All right, Presley. You have no idea that your parents are heroes. <laughs> they have changed your family tree, little girl. Yeah, that's how old Rachel was when I filed bankruptcy. So you oh, guys, wow. are, you guys are in a great place. I'm so proud of y'all. Congratulations. Thank you. Very good. All right. Cole and Abby Presley, hold your little ears. All right. 196000 paid off in 34 months, making 134 to 173. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. We're debt free. Yeah. That's how that's done. <laughs> Uh, I don't even think Presley woke up. That's pretty good. I mean, I think she's used to her dad being that intense around the house, so it's all right. It's all good. He's yelling at football, too. That's so exactly right. Uh, he's more of a spreadsheet yeller, but it's cool. He still yells. <laughs> Loves it. It works. It works. Man, I'll tell you what. If the first 34 months of your marriage, you can learn to uh, align yourselves together on goals, you set yourselves up to fight any battle to win any game that you run into after that, don't you? Well, it reminds us of that call we took earlier. This is what we this were talking about. This is exactly what we're talking about. You decide where you're going. Getting there becomes just a... Uh, it, it's a totally different trajectory. Yep. You're not riding side by side. You're riding in the same car, going to the same place, building the same life together. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, is my co-host today. Travis is with us in Philadelphia. Hi, Travis. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, Dave, I've been praying, and this is actually a blessing speaking to you. Um, what's going on in my life around that, Dave, is that me and my wife, we're at Crossroads. Uh, we have two small children. We've been trying to do the baby steps for almost eight months now it's, it's not working we're not we're not getting past baby step one it's always some kind of emergency things are happening that, uh, and we're just not getting there um but we the crossroads we're at right now is that uh i did get a we have a lot of debt we have about forty thousand dollars in auto loans um about ten thousand student debt student loan debt and twenty thousand like credit cards I have an offer to get a new job that's going to pay. I pay. I make about thirty-seven thousand now. I got a job offer about like fifty-four thousand. It's not the best job in the world. Just working a correctional officer. It's something I'm not too fond of, but I'll do it uh, for the money to get out of debt. But also, we have a lot of equity in our home. Uh, our home is worth about maybe upwards about uh, three hundred eighty thousand. We have about two hundred thirty thousand left on the mortgage and we can sell and we can get that equity wait, 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 wait a minute. you, you owe you owe 230 and it's worth 280 380 no uh, 380 380 380 yeah. oh okay yeah about 380 uh the real estate just said we should go uh the price should price it at like 410 because it's, things are selling pretty fast in my area yeah. so so you've got so 100 a 100 150 thousand dollars you might have coming to you if you did that if we did that correct and, and where would about, you live I'm in Pennsylvania now. We moved to, I have a job offer in November for the city of Dallas, um, for the police department in Dallas. And um, that's, that's where we moved to. We moved to Dallas. We have a, I have a good friend of mine that lives out there. 
he's been working out there for about a year now, and he's been trying to get me to come out there. Yeah. And so we can move to. So you have a Dallas. solid, written job offer, not a vague promise from a friend. No, I um I have a solid written job offer in November. Yeah, I will start the academy for the police department out there. I got it. And um, um okay, so you are planning on moving anyway. Why no, would you ask me if you should sell your house? Of course you're going to well, sell your house. You're moving to why, Dallas. Right, but the reason why I say that because, um, like I said, I have two small children. I'm just at a crossroad. I don't know if that's the best. You know, I don't know how safe Dallas is. I, don't, I have a friend who said it, it, it's pretty good, but, you know. How we, safe we, Dallas is compared to Philadelphia? Well, I'm not. I'm not actually in Philly. I'm, I'm about 90 minutes away from it, and uh, in, in the Pocono. Let me say it this way: My dad was a homicide detective, a beat cop, and then a homicide detective for uh, almost two decades in Houston. And he raised me and my two siblings. And I wouldn't trade my childhood for anything. Okay. Okay. If okay. you continue to always look over the edge, what if? What if? What if? What if? In a weird way, you're going to create those scenarios in your life. Right. What would you pay? What would you be paid if you went to Dallas? Um, starting salary for off out there is about sixty, sixty-six thousand. That's the solid offer they gave you in writing. Correct. And okay. then you get out of the academy, and then what does it go to? Um, that that I don't know, but I know going into the academy about sixty-six. Okay. Okay, so you're almost going to double your income. You're going to sell your house, move to Dallas, and be debt-free. And you've got no state income tax. Yeah. This right. is kind of a no-brainer, no brainer. Travis. You'll have no debt. You need to put the it, house it, on the it, market it, and go to Dallas. And you rent for a year in Dallas, figure out what's the best place for schools and for that's going to fit your family's lifestyle and what y'all are comfortable with, and then you're going to put an offer on a house. Yeah. You're right. It makes sense. I, I, was, I was just afraid of, you yeah. know, just moving to a bigger city, uh, the crime, the, the, you know, just, just everything. Just would it be the best. Turn, hey, let me tell you something. Turn the news off. You literally have a friend on the ground who lives there and works there, and he says, I love my friend. I love you enough. You should come join me. And you're like, ah, I don't know, because I watch your the news. Your friend wouldn't tell you, come down here and get your children killed. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're okay. right. So move right. to Dallas. You're right. Dallas is not a crime-ridden okay. city. It has crime. Okay. Every city has crime, but it's not crime-ridden. It's not infested or something. I don't. This is an ill, an illogical. And, and you want to be a cop? I was gonna say. So, I mean, this is kind of like, part of part of your. We hope uh, there's a little crime. You wouldn't need a job. <laughs> part part right. of the academy right. is going to be pushing you real hard to right. see risk ahead. And go anyway, because right. that's what you're, that's what police officers do. Risk when the rest of us are running out, go right, anyway. they go yeah. in. Yeah. And so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wash that part out of you, man, because this is the job. Okay. The, the, job. La the last thing I want you to do though is, when you clean all this up, you you guys have to get on a budget, and you have to quit freaking spending yeah. money you don't have to buy cars you can't afford in the future, and on these stupid butt credit cards. So you all have not been living on less than you make. You bought cars you couldn't afford. You bought other crap you couldn't afford. That's how these credit cards got there. So when you clean all this up, if you make 66 and you go to spending 75 and you go upgrade your dadgum cars and go back in debt, well, then I'm going to come kick your butt. All right? No, you're not doing that. All right? You're going to live on less than you make. You're going to clean this mess up. This is your one-time good time reset. 
You don't get to do these yes, resets very often. Yes, yes. So take advantage of it, dude. Jump online and get every dollar of the budgeting app. You and your wife start budgeting. Get the house on the market. Find Go to RamseySolutions.com and, and get, get one of the real estate agents that are Ramsey trusted and get your house on the market. Dad gum, man, it's October. you got to move in a month. Get your butt in gear. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Game on. Game on. Let's, you, house ought to be on the market this weekend. You need to, you need to go. It's time. And you're going to be one of those guys that's like, well, I need to clean it. I need no, to make sure lo- that the – Listen, loading up the truck and heading to Beverly, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Sell the house. Sell the house. We're going. Let's go. The gutters are how the gutters are. Sell the house. That's it. it you, you know, get out there and clean it up this weekend. Get those kids in gear. Trim the bushes. Mulch them. Let's go. Game on. Game on. Dave, Game I, on. I'm hearing this more and more. I hear this on my show with some regularity, and I think it's important to just note, there's so many places to get information these days that it does overwhelm the mind. Well, and here's the problem. Half of what is on the internet is garbage. It's not even true. 75%. It's not real. It's not true. I pulled up a website yesterday with Ken and I on the air mm-hmm. uh, that's got Dave Ramsey's exotic car collection and my picture and all of the cars that I own, only I don't own any of them. <laughs> They're fabulous cars. I wished I did. And I own a few nice cars. It'd been cool if he'd put them on there. But no, he's got all this wonderful vehicles on there that I don't own. That website does not exist for me, Dave. <laughs> I'm just like Abraham Lincoln said, everything on the internet is true. That's I right. mean, come That's on. Right. You know, oh my gosh, people. Yeah, you just got it. You got to quit just feeding garbage into your brain. And then, because, you know, well, I read an article that said John Deloney or Dave Ramsey was this or that. Well, you can write an article on anything. It doesn't make it true. Right. People just make up crap. Well, and that's why... I, you know, because they're mad or their feelings are hurt. That's well, why oh, it's well. important to have incredible, trustworthy men and women in your life that you can call and say, hey, is this a good deal? And like, man, you're going to love this job. It's going to be great for you and your family. Move on down here. Yeah. Then that, well, that I, I don't tell know you, of a better endorsement. That guy doing that for Travis is a thousand out of a thousand travis reading about something on the internet right is a thousand out of a thousand the other direction <laughs> you know yeah. well, there, there's crime in dallas well no of course there did yeah. Yeah. i mean you know it's everywhere right. but um at least in dallas there's no anyway yeah it's there's yeah do it I, texas yeah do it make texas great again yeah let's go game on Whew, there's so many places I could go with that in a minute and a half, and I'm not going to. All right, open please phones don't, here don't. at 888 I should increase the hate level around here. I don't, I don't do that I think we're. I think we are good. You think we got hate? You think the hate level is high enough? I think it is as high as it needs to be. Okay. <laughs> I think we should increase the love. Okay. Let's increase right. the love. Okay. Well, that that's harder. It is harder. <laughs> <laughs> it is harder. <laughs> Sell your house, uh, man. Let's go, Travis. Travis, get that house on the market. Get moved, man. Send us a photo of you in your uniform when you get out of the academy. We'll be rooting for you. Yeah, you're on our team, man. We love you. Keep it up. Get after it. Get after it. Get after it. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.